Welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, John Bernadovich. Thank you so much for listening. Please consider liking, commenting, subscribing, and sharing with a friend. I've embarked on a journey to get to know amazingly awesome HR and business professionals with the hope to find out what it takes to do HR like a boss. On today's show, I'm so excited to have a dear friend and colleague, Bob Haas. I've known Bob for going back almost 12 years ago. We met at Summit Mall when he came for an interview for an internship at a company I had started. So Bob Haas, welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Thanks for having me, John. So cool. So cool. This is fun for me. Normally, I have guests that maybe I, I've known for a half a minute in some yep. cases, but others for a long time. And I'm, I'm delighted to have you, Bob. And I, I know you well. I know your family well. I know your career well. But for those that have not had the pleasure to get to know you, would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself? Sure can. Yeah. Yeah. And you took it way back to Summit Mall. Um, so I <laughs> so appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So 11, 12 years ago, I was finishing my education at, at Kent State University, and I had taken an interest in the HR, the re recruitment industry. And because of this, I, I was starting to look at career opportunities, and I was already in discussions with John, and he had just been he had just started Willery, and and we both looked at it, maybe more so me, as as a great opportunity. And I mean, from there, jumped right into recruiting and just just loved the industry, connecting with people, connecting with just folks that were looking for for greater opportunities. And that that was about five years. And there was a natural progression from there into into sales where I where I am today, where I've been the past five years and within the sales capacity, you know, I'm, I'm just day-to-day -day meeting with business leaders, HR leaders, and just understanding, you know, what, what are your initiatives and what are those initiatives immediately, whether they be, um, you know, related to staffing, employees, process improvement, technology, you know, what are those initiatives and how, how does Willery have a solution that fits into that? Awesome, Bob. That's great. Yeah, no, I, I do remember back then you know, we first started working together. I think it was uh, we both jumped into that journey together. And I, I'm, I'm so proud to call you employee number one. Maybe that's embarrassing for you. I know some some folks on the team like to give that 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 uh, anoint you in that sense. But I, I couldn't have been luckier to have uh, someone with your level of commitment, your care, concern, your passion to get better. And we'll make this podcast a love fest for Bob. It's just a, an awesome, an awesome experience <laughs> for me to have someone like you that's uh, been such a big part of my life, personally and professionally. You've seen my kids grow up. I've seen you and your wife have have a baby boy, and a lot of great fun things going on. And can't wait to continue that relationship for years to come. Yes. All right. Well, people didn't hop on the show to hear about uh, how John and Bob care about each other so much. They want to know <laughs> about your knowledge and expertise of all things HR and specifically to HR Like a Boss. As I'm sure you've heard way too much being part of Willery, HR Like a Boss is all about amazingly awesome HR and connecting top talent to the purpose of your business and making an impact on your employees, on your organization and the community. That being said, I always start the podcast off with each guest 
with this one question and tell me, Bob, what you think is the main purpose for the function of human resources? So I'd say the main purpose, the main purpose of HR is just aligning the, the goals of the organization um, and supporting those goals. And really by, by that, I mean, bringing in the right talent and then retaining that talent and bringing in and retaining is, is to summarize it. But within that, you need to address any, any issues the employees have, offer a competitive benefits uh, offering, uh, create policies that, that are a framework for, you know, to maintain a safe workplace and an enjoyable workplace, um, offer opportunity, you know, for in this day and age, uh, hybrid, working remotely, be, being flexible in situations where it might not have been flexible um, just a couple uh, years ago. And just, just be that, that internal connector in a business and a problem solver. Yeah, great. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot there, a lot to be done. HR, the HR profession understands it's a, it's a large task. It's, it's not for the faint of heart. That's why the book's called HR Like a Boss. We're trying to elevate the, the profession of human resources and inspire them to do things that are, are described as amazingly awesome. And I know in your day-to-day -day job, I know we work very closely together. So I have some insight into what you do every day. And you mentioned it in the introduction of yourself. You're speaking with a lot of HR executives and leadership. And I'm curious as to what maybe trends, one or two trends you're hearing, Bob, from those particular contacts in this day and age. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, the, the trends that I'm seeing within, you know, my, my daily, my daily work, you know, speaking with HR executives, it's definitely the talent shortage that we're that we're seeing today. Uh, and how, how do we overcome that? And I think there's a there's a variety of ways that we can overcome that from from, you know, an HR standpoint. Uh, Definitely, you know, a quick Willery plug, you can partner with staffing firms and, and because of that, you know, cast a wider net uh, in, in identifying the, the right candidates for the role. Um, but you can, also, you can also leverage your existing technology. I, I guess the theme is just to do more with, more with less just because of that shortage. And, and because of that, you're looking to, again, leverage your technology and think of innovative ways to attract and retain talent. Yeah, one way, Bob, recently I had a conversation with a client around that, and they actually were able to recruit over 30 employees through a church organization. There was a member of the church that worked at this, this company. They had this kind of company-wide meeting about ways they can attract people in the community to come work for this organization. Yep. One gentleman said, would it be okay for me to bring these jobs or have someone come to my church? And lo and behold, they ended up uh, attracting 30 new employees into the company. It, 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 it solved their issue. And uh, by having that collaborative discussion, I thought that was really cool and, and a unique way. I hadn't heard that one before. And I'm sure there's a lot of other innovative ways. Cur curious for those out there listening, if you have something, please, please put it in the comments or share it on LinkedIn, make sure to, to uh, attack or attach us through that, that link with uh, HR Like a Boss, hashtag HR Like a Boss. And because I'm doing a shameless plug for HR Like a Boss, and Bob gave the quick plug of 
calling a staffing firm to help you out if you're struggling. I'm going to take a moment to do my 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 pitch for our, our near and dear to our heart sponsor of the HR Like a Boss podcast, which is Willery. Willery has supported the formation and continues to provide resources needed to put on this podcast. Willery's purpose is to empower people and is focused on providing support to mid-sized companies with our direct hire and temporary staffing services, along with a consultation, a consultative service that's focused around HR technology. If you're struggling to find talent in your HR and payroll department, like Bob mentioned, or you're not getting the return on your investment in your HR technology, please visit willery.com. All right, Bob, we got that out of the way. It was probably weird for you to listen to a plug on a podcast with someone you work with every day, but uh, so be it. Hopefully they, they flood the gates. A lot of calls come in, a lot of leads yep. come in after this so that you can- I've got my phone on. I'm ready. All right, your phone's on, ready to go. Okay, cool. <laughs> Bob, I know you mentioned early on in our podcast that you had initially had interest graduating from Kent State in the HR and staffing and recruiting business. I'm so curious to get your perspective on how over the last 10 years, recruiting and staffing has changed within corporate America. Yes, and it, and it certainly has changed over the course of 10 years. Uh, I, th I think there's a couple points to be made. The first that I had mentioned earlier in the podcast was uh, this, this flexibility within the workforce. Uh, employers are now allowing their employees to work remotely or a hybrid schedule that better suits uh, whatever the needs are of that of that employee, so that that is a big shift that we're seeing within the marketplace, within employee uh, th their desire as they're looking for new opportunities and uh, across the nation in terms of these large organizations that have had footprints in the in the middle of cities that are diminishing that footprint in order to to help these employees um, better have that work have that work life balance that they're looking for while achieving. Uh, the, the work product and output that, that is desired out of their organization. Uh, beyond that, I'm seeing er, earlier on, it seemed as though candidates had to match up perfectly to a job description. And, and in these last couple of years, I've seen that they don't necessarily need to, need to align right with the job description. As long as they have a good foundation in that, in that area of focus, um, they're, they're coachable employees and they align culturally with the organization. I think that can create a framework for the person being able to thrive within that organization. They don't, they don't need to have, as too oftentimes we saw, you need to have this HR technology, this payroll technology, that you need to be able to use this, this program for lead generation and this, you know, whatever it, it needs to be. And, and, and now, so we're seeing that it, it doesn't need to be that way. Um, so it's, it's, that's been good to see. Uh, from an interview perspective, I, I'm seeing most, most often than not, the interview process is being shortened, uh, which is, I, I think, can be celebrated by everybody around. Um, you're seeing two to three interviews, whereas... 10 year and and sometimes just all over Microsoft you know Microsoft Teams or Zooms whereas 10 years ago we were seeing multiple interview interviews Teams interviews assessments personality assessments job assessments 
And it was, it was a bit much. And I think we've reeled back from that to just, is this the right fit? Let's, let's give it a shot. And, and, and it's, it's made, you know, it's, it's made the, the ease of transition to a new job much and the start much easier than that very intrusive process. Yeah. I really think the, the market has dictated that latter point you made, Bob, just really companies being forced to make decisions much quicker because the talent pool is in such demand that if you have a month and a half to three month interview process, that candidate pool is going to be drastically different at the beginning and the end of just an interview. I think, I think that's a great change. And I also reflect back, Bob, just to think, gosh, it's been, you know, 11 years for you, almost 12 years for me in working remotely a hundred percent. And I know it's certainly, man, as, as that changed and evolved, I know when we first started recruiting, we were sending candidates all over town, trying to get them to interview places on West side, East side, and very few companies had this thing called remote. And I know you don't know any different, right? Having yeah. worked here for that long. Yeah. And I know even our, even our own families wondered if we were working at times, um, but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Especially when we would get together and you'd, you'd come, you'd come down to the house or I'd come see you and we, we would, uh, you know, hole up in the basement or somewhere else. And I know my wife would check in and just to make sure where those two, what are they doing up there? Are they yes. actually working? <laughs> Uh, we did. We did actually do work, and uh, for for if our spouses are listening, and uh, I think I think we turned out okay. And we'll we'll just keep at it, Bob. That's all we can do. Yes. All right. Cool. Well, I know you. I know we're kind of themed for today is around recruiting. I know you're 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 selling a lot of that with what you do at Willery, and I'm just curious if some of the some of the challenges that you some of your clients are mentioning to you or that you're seeing when we get these new job these new job opportunities come into Willery are there. Are there any challenges that you're seeing consistently and any, any best practice recommendations that you're, you would, could suggest to our listeners of things you've seen us do at Willery or for some of the clients that are trying to find that top talent? Yeah, so I think many of the challenges uh, maybe were already mentioned, so I don't want to go into that too much more. But in terms of best practices to acquire top talent, I, I, you really have to diversify your approach and think outside the box more so than the typical post and pray, put it on Indeed, LinkedIn, and, 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 and call, call it a day with, with, with recruiting. You really have to, I, I think there's a couple items here, or a couple points where, where you can really go the distance in terms of, of finding qualified candidates. And one of those is, is looking internally. If you can look internal internally and see if see if you have employees that already fit the culture, um, already understand the business uh, and, and and what you need to achieve for success, I think that's a great start. It is. I know it's contrary to a, a staffing talking to two gentlemen from a staffing firm here, but but I, I I would say you know look internally first. Uh, beyond that, the point I had mentioned earlier, creating realistic job descriptions, re really sitting down with the hiring manager understanding what is the ideal candidate. We don't need a two-page job description here of what we're looking for. What, what, what are five, five to 10 kind of criteria that we're looking for here? And is there flexibility on that? And, and then beyond that, I, I think you know, HR leaders or anybody else looking for talent, lev leverage your own network. And, and that's really anybody, anybody in your network that you associate with, uh, ask them, Ask them who do, who do they think might be a fit for the position, 
uh, or, or if you're a part of an association such as uh, SHRM or the American Payroll Association, go to those organizations and, and talk, talk, with, talk with those people and ask them, who do you know that might be a fit for this? And can you introduce me? And those, those are just a couple of ways that you can go beyond that, just posting and hoping that the right talent will be looking at your, your website that day and that time and looking at your job description. Yeah, no, I think that's great. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of great points, a lot of great insight that you shared, having seen that, been there, done that before. I think promoting within is a, is a huge part and things that organizations you know, may need to lean into more, developing their internal talent. One thing I learned in this podcast through Lou Adler is focusing in on the jobs that need to be done. Right? What are the jobs that need to be done? Maybe not a number of skills or requirements that you have in a job description. I think that's an important point that gets continue to get brought up on this podcast and I hope resonates with the listeners. Well, Bob, you've been awesome, uh, not only on this podcast, but uh, over the last 11 years, I get all my guests out of the podcast, the HR Like a Boss podcast. The book is called HR Like a Boss. The podcast is, has the same name. Everything else I'm doing is seems like HR Like a Boss. Where, where do I have time to, 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 to sell things at Willery or to run that firm? <laughs> this, this whole thing of HR Like a Boss has taken on a life of its own for good reason. But I'm curious if you would answer my final question on what you would describe someone that does HR Like a Boss. The immediate word that comes to mind is passion, passion, passionate. I, I just think about that word. You're so passionate about HR like a boss. So, I mean, you have to, an, an HR leader needs to be as passionate about um, their organization, just their, their organization, their people, uh, instituting best policies. And I, I believe it's somebody that can build trust from within all levels of an organization focus on strategies to bring in the right people, foster that, that workplace environment that employees are proud to be a part of, and, and truly those employees wanting to call that workplace the best place I've ever worked. I think that's kind of the top compliment for somebody um, that wants to have that title, HR like a boss. Awesome. Well, you've been great, Bob. I'll do a quick recap of some things you said that stood out to me and I'm sure to our listeners. First and foremost, you know, HR is all about talent, making sure you have a safe and enjoyable workplace somewhere that they want to call the greatest place I've ever worked. That's an aspiration. You know, think about that for the listeners that are out there. Would, would our current employee population describe our workplace as the best place to work? I know we dug in a lot into talent, talent shortage. You talked about leaning into your staffing firm partners, leveraging technology that you have in your applicant tracking system and beyond, and being flexible in your ability of acquiring the right talent and celebrating the stakeholders that you have that maybe are involved in the interview process. Meaning like, let's, let's trim down that interview process to a point where it's reasonable. We have no other choice but to do that that way. Looking to promote from within, that's another huge point of how, how do we get the talent right underneath our nose here within our organization, focusing in on those jobs that need to be done, you know, leveraging other means of recruiting, maybe through associations like SHRM or other HR organizations you might be associated with. And to you, HR Like a Boss is all about passion, and I could not agree with you more. That was awesome, Bob. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me, John. It was a pleasure and an honor to be invited.
Thank you for checking out the HR Like a Boss podcast. If it resonates with you, please consider leaving a rating or review. And better yet, subscribe and share with a friend. Until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR.